Welcome to Plano Podcast, tales of curiosity and character. I'm Tammy Hooker. We're glad you found our little on-air hangout with stories from inside Plano and just outside of what you might expect. A few months ago here at the podcast, we sent out an informal survey to Plano residents asking them to fill in the blank with some questions that we were curious about. One of those questions was, Plano doesn't have any. Here are some of those answers. Art center. Independent flavor. Non-chain restaurants. Real nightlife. If our informal survey is any indication, the last thing that comes to mind when people hear the word Plano is Bohemian or Thriving Arts District. But that's not stopping our next three guests, who've just teamed up to open a unique art gallery on 15th Street in historic downtown Plano. Hundreds of people turned up for the opening of 1020 Gallery, including Mary and I, on February 27th. And many of those guests were first-time visitors to the neighborhood. What's different about this gallery? It's the pet project of three downtown business owners, two owners of popular restaurants, and one who owns a photography studio. I'm Ken Wesley. I'm the owner of Supreme Dream Photography in Plano. Jeff Burgess, owner of Lockhart Smokehouse. I'm York Fircher. I'm the owner of York's Cafe Vienna. They're all lovers of art and all successful businessmen, but aren't looking to make money with 1020. They just want to create a space where art can happen organically in downtown Plano. And it looks like they might just pull it off. Here's Jörg Furcher. We have what, up to 15 different artists it's right now. now. It's 20, oh, 21 20. now. Yeah. So 21. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we all well, mostly mo- local artists. We uh, try to, you know, show every, every month, you know, new, new works. So we all are kind of, you know, between, you know, doing our business and, uh, you know, painting in the evenings and this stuff. Jeff Burgess clarified that the gallery is not a business. It's meant to be fun. This is our art cave, and we've got it set up to where the money that we make or that the business makes only pays the rent and the overhead. So new people who have never had the opportunity uh, can show a piece in here. Uh, are there any artists is welcome to come in here and show us their stuff? We will try to help them. We will do our best to try to get one of their pieces up on the wall if we can. And hopefully they'll keep coming back here and talk to other artists, get inspired and get moving uh, and start doing some cool things themselves. So um, it's a hub, if you will, for others. And uh, this is what has started it right here, which is cool for us, you know. So, yeah, we have some of our pieces in here, but it's not about us. But, you know, our wives will all tell you it's good to have those out of the house. <laughs> in a city known for its franchise restaurants, you won't find a Chili's or a Starbucks anywhere in downtown Plano. There's a dart station down the block, so many of the residents get around on foot. The neighborhood has a funky arts district vibe with its brick streets, old school storefronts, and locally owned cafes and pubs. That vibe lured all three men to downtown Plano to open their businesses. And it's why they say it's ripe for discovery. Here's Ken Wesley. You know, I've been in downtown Plano for seven years. I was looking for a location 
that was kind of centrally located to where I lived, and I was looking for someone that was kind of uh, up and coming. Um, I like all things vintage, chic, and so when I was kind of going around looking for places, this historic place kind of caught my eye. I was like, huh, oh, this actually is pretty cool. It brings that form of entertainment that they're looking for. So they want a place so they can eat, dine, shop, you know, and be entertained all at the same time. And so when, when you live in places where you have mixed development with retail and condos and housing around, they don't necessarily want to get into their cars and have to drive back to Dallas or somewhere just, just to, to enjoy an evening. And so that's one of the things that art's gonna really bring for this community is it's gonna have a, a lot of the disposable income is currently being taken away even from the residents that live here. They're going back to Dallas to spend that. And so we're gonna try to keep that here. The gallery owners convinced Rutledge Haggard, a Plano patriarch from one of the city's oldest families to rent the storefront space that's now 1020's home. And they've filled it with an eclectic mix of artwork, including a few of their own creations. He appreciates art. He could have everything else in here, but he has art in here. We have fun, and um, that's what it's about. Ken kind of pulled us together because Jorg and I are uh, hobby photographers, if you will. We love photography. This guy does it for a living. Of course, we were envious of Ken because he has this studio and all the fun little toys and all the fancy friends and always shooting cool stuff. Yeah, we started pretty much discussing all this stuff uh, around coffee uh, at yours. Um, you know, serving, uh, solving the world's problems, if you will, and then getting back to art and uh, said, you know what, why don't, we, why don't we do this? And this was before we were uh, granted the arts district title down here. Uh, we had always talked about, you know, maybe doing something to have fun. Jorg's been here the longest, about 15 years. Jeff opened his second Lockhart Smokehouse in downtown Plano a few years ago, after his first Lockhart in Bishop Arts met big success. After we did Bishop Arts, we said, you know what, I want to see if I can take the blueprint of the first restaurant and, and see if we can actually do it again. Um, and then Jorg and I were talking, he's like, you know, there's a space across the street and I know the landlord and I can put in a good word for you and you need to come and check it out. And um, so it really reminded me of where we were and um, it's just got a lot of opportunity here in this community and it's small and it's, uh, um, I, I like the feeling of community here. So when we started talking about 1020, uh, some of the artists didn't realize there was a designation of downtown Plano. They were just mm -hmm. thinking just north of 635. Mm -hmm. And most of them say they don't travel north of 635. Everything is Deep Ellum or Design District or something of that nature. And so now when they come out here and look, their creative brains are just running faster than we can actually keep up. And so it's going to start spilling out into the streets as far as art outside of the scope of these walls. And we're going to start to see dancers and characters and musicians and so forth. And there's a lot of things that they want to bring to the table that, you know, we currently can't fit in here, but the ideas are actually stemming, you know, from just meeting and allowing these guys to come in and utilize the space. And so I think that's what we're looking forward to. So we needed to bring those fresh ideas in, you know, whether they be from Dallas or anywhere within DFW, you know, we're welcoming all of that and we're trying to incorporate that. Burgess expanded from Dallas Bishop Arts District and Furcher, who began his artistic career in Germany, had his first gallery exhibition in another Dallas arts district, Deep Ellum, 
in the 1980s. Anyone who was around Deep Ellum in the 1980s knows exactly what kind of scene that was. I have to say, and, and give credit to Jorg, um, it, there's some parallels between Bishop Arts and here. And one is you have somebody that has the vision to come in to a place and say, I'm going to do this. We asked them if there just might be a correlation between a creative sense and business success. Here's what Jeff said. We're, we're both left brain and right brain, you know, and I think that's how you survive as a creative person. And this is the common denominator between the three of us is we're business minded and we're creative. And you don't meet a whole lot of those type of people, but you, the ones you do are very successful. While we were at the studio, we took the time to look around and noticed a large painting just behind us. It happened to be Yorg's, and he shared its story with us. That's uh, from 91. This was a, a time period in my life after my uh, beloved mother passed away. It was very, very difficult for me and for me uh, to express myself in art. Was a huge help, and it took me a while to get out of of the darkness, to to you know to accept it. I'm okay now, so I can appreciate the colors and this stuff. And you know, art makes 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 me happy, and, and, and that's that's what's all about. I have several pieces in here because I'm all over because I stopped painting at the age of 17. And I started picking up the brush about five years ago. I'm just trying to catch up. Some of the artists whose work's on display include Doug and Kiki Winters, who have their own really interesting story. They've helped create an artist community in the old Valley View Mall in Dallas, and they own Sky Pony Studios. Plano is interested in starting, you know, the vibe of having the artist in downtown Plano. Well, right now we have two locations, or three, I think, for artists. Well, they, they need more than that. Ken Wesley of 1020 and I started talking daily, and he was like, tell me your story, and I kind of told him our story, and he was like, man, I could use some help. What do you got? And I was like, man, I know every artist in Dallas. How many artists do you want? And so we just started sending artists over there, and uh, we've got a great rapport with and him and, and Jeff and, and Jorg, and the, the grand opening was a spectacular event. You have to keep it fresh, and then sometimes you have to kind of learn how to get out of your own way. And so when we were talking about this art cave, you know, we could easily fill this up with our own art. But then, you know, as artists, we get um, we get bored real fast as well, and we want to keep it fresh also. And so that's why we started incorporating, you know, different types of art, abstract and portraits and, you know, the oils and all the different types of encaustics and so forth because I think that kind of lends itself to what we wanted to bring to downtown. So it, it had to be more than just our particular mediums and we initially wanted to, to kind of create this as the hub or the arcade to allow other artists an opportunity to kind of bring their work in to really start it to grow. Artists that typically don't come to downtown Plano they're bringing a following with them now, and so it's creating more exposure into downtown Plano than we would have brought had it just been our artwork in here. You know, it's, it's, it's a nuance that doesn't exist right now, or, or, or it's minimal. And so, um, you know, we're heavily populated with restaurants uh, and bars and so forth, and so as, as a person comes out to dine or go out for the evening, 
they want some other options and this is just an additional option that they have from an artistic perspective and so it gives them an ability to actually spend more time uh, leisure time down here outside of the restaurants once they leave and so we see a lot of people kind of hanging out throughout the course of the night uh, even throughout the day after they finish eating lunch they come down they appreciate the art they ask questions and so forth and so that's something new to them it's refreshing to them and so that you you continue to see throughout the course of the day if that door was open people would constantly be in here you know non-stop until we leave it so it's kind of hard to pick a closing time you just have to wait till somebody leaves and go lock the door because they're always coming in with all that traffic at gallery 1020 it begged the question had any local plano artist sold a piece from the gallery in a word the answer was yes i can speak to one that we met who actually lives here in plano once she saw this place, um, she basically said, I'm going to go to that gallery downtown and pull my stuff. And if I can bring it here and show you, will you, you know, put some of it here? She was the first painting we actually yeah. sold out of here. I think it, 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 somewhere it comes back to the property owners. The more artists are around, the more people will, will go and this will turn into the next five years, I mean, I saw it since I'm here for 15 years and I see so many changes. I think that this one in five years, it's, it is going to be a, a real arts district. We're just, we're happy to be on that foundation on the ground floor when all we're doing is looking up going, wow, just waiting. Right. And with that, we reach the end of our tale of the three owners of 1020 Gallery. Stay with us now for our wrap up, where we give you a peek behind the scenes with myself producer Mary Jacobs, and a special guest. After all, what's the coolest little on-air join in Plano without sharing a little back corner booth discussion among friends? We have a special guest with us today. It would be my husband, Steve Levine. Yeah. So we want to make sure that Michelle Hawkins gets a little bit of a shout out. She gave us the opportunity to meet with Jorg and Jeff and Ken, and she was at the at the table with us and she talked a lot about the um business council for the arts which is brand new here and we put that on the website um as a resource but she just couldn't hear she was just she was just too light so michelle we love you we're giving you a shout out and thanking you for the work you do for the city of plano kudos to rutledge haggard for giving he didn't give the space but apparently he's given them a deal and I think that shows um, some willingness to invest in art. What you don't know is that Mary and I met at Yorg's Cafe before we went to the art gallery that night. And we ordered goulash. I think that's what it was. And like meat salads. <laughs> and pretzel stuff and a bunch of wine. And we went over across the street. And there were, I mean, it was packed. 1020 is kind of a shotgun. I had a good crowd. and. A a lot more people than you're used to seeing on a Friday night, I think it was. It's true. I ran Long into um, a friend of mine who plays on our softball team, and they're mm -hmm. twins, mm -hmm. right? Introduced them to Jorg and Jeff. So and we, they have some plans for something for children down the road. They so talked about that a little bit. It was super family-friendly, and it wasn't stuffy. So that was fun. And then when we went to meet with them, do you remember Jorg worked to set the little interview table up with a white tablecloth? He was like, mm -hmm. do we need a tablecloth? So he's <laughs> he's working in there, setting it up, and 
hauling chairs out for us. I thought it was so sweet. What was your well, impression of the guys? Know, this is the thing I think makes me hopeful about this gallery is that here are uh, two guys and a, two, two restaurant owners and a photographer, and they know how to bring people into their space. There's something that brings people in. So they understand that. And that makes me think they might pull it off. People will be able to perform right on 15th Street, you know, if they don't mind the dart train running through their uh, stage, uh, you know, from time to time. It makes it urban and real. Steve, it makes it real. Uh, but other than that... Um, Just know the train schedule. Yeah. Work um, with it. All right, so guess what? What? We're cooler than we think we are down in downtown That's Plano. That's the whole point, isn't it? It is. We even have a podcast. Yes, you have a podcast. so awesome. Damn it. This is Cole Boffin from the Plano Podcast. If you want to find out more information, go to planopodcast.com and click on episode resources. We've reached the end of another edition of Plano Podcast, tales of curiosity and character. We hope you've enjoyed today's topics and discussion. Remember to follow us on Twitter at, at Plano Podcast and send us your feedback, ideas, and comments. Thanks for listening and subscribing. We'll be waiting for you at our back corner booth. Until next time.